Welcome to Wounds to Wisdom podcast. I'm your host, Conchetta Andriani, here to bring you a weekly dose of spiritual medicine for the body, mind, and soul. This podcast is to help inspire women to learn how to navigate their spiritual awakening, to step into their healing journey, and to be the empowered and divine feminine they were always meant to be. Join us each week as we discuss a variety of spiritual and holistic topics. Think of it like having a best friend supporting you on your journey to awakening, healing, and self-love. So grab yourself a cup of coffee or tea and join us in today's episode of Wounds to Wisdom. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to today's episode of Wounds to Wisdom. I'm your host, Conchetta Andriani. I just wanted to say, like, wow, was that ever an insane week last week. The energy, the insanity, OMG. Did anyone else feel it? Did anyone else go through that intense, crazy energy? because I know many people did, and myself personally, I was flatlined right out last week. The intensity of the full moon and lunar eclipse was something that I've never experienced before. And I'm usually very sensitive to energy when it comes to full moon, but it was powerful. And it was a very Uh, powerful event because it was also bringing up a lot of darkness, a lot of old traumas that were being brought to the surface to be seen and felt and processed. I really felt like we went through a big shift last week and all of this stuff was just coming up to be seen. And that's how energy Um, and traumas and wounds get processed, right? Collectively and individually. So collectively, humanity is going through a very dark night of the soul, processing shadows, you know, things are coming up to the surface to be seen. And also individually, um, our own stuff is coming up to be healed and released. So I went through a very intense week last week. I was completely exhausted. I was not sleeping. I felt literally like a walking zombie, but I was also very emotional. I had a lot of emotions come up, fear and anger and sadness and anxiety, which I know are not normal for me because I usually don't feel these emotions. So that's why I knew that there was something else going on. And so I just decided that instead of trying to fight it or ignore it or push myself through, I was just going to let myself be. I was going to surrender to the process. Let myself have the time to nurture myself, give myself the self-care that I needed, allow myself to process these energies and these wounds that were coming up to be seen and all limiting beliefs, as well as helping to transmute the collective energy. So it was a very intense, very crazy week last week, but I made it through. And 
this is the segue for my episode today because I really thought it was a great time to talk about self-care, self-love, and spiritual self-care. You know, the healing journey is a path to self-healing and self-mastery, but it is not always a constant linear upward movement. It has peaks and valleys, ebbs and flows. And when you experience a valley or you're in that low, like I was last week, this is usually an indication that you are not in balance and you have been neglecting some part of yourself that requires attention. So self-care, which is really self-love, is the most important thing that you can do in order to be able to nurture yourself and to fill up your cup and feel whole. Now, most people are aware that we don't just have a physical body. Like we are, you know, a soul incarnated in a physical body, but we actually have four bodies. We have our physical body, we have our mental body, we have our emotional body, and we have our spiritual body, or also known as the energy body. Now, all of these work synergistically, which means that they're all connected and work together. But when there is an imbalance in energy in any of these bodies, you will feel it. You will feel it physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually. And so physically, you will feel maybe exhausted, or you might have some pains, physical pains or ailments or illnesses that kind of come around, right? You're going to feel it emotionally, you're going to feel sad, you're going to feel depressed, you're going to feel angry, you're going to feel fear, you might feel confusion, you might feel overwhelmed, and you know, you're also going to feel it mentally, and that is a feeling of a lack of motivation, or maybe um, you're just feeling like you don't have clarity, right, and stress. So these are all indicators that something is out of balance. So I'm going to share some ways that you can give yourself self-care or self-love for your your physical, your mental, and emotional. I'm going to do those first. So self-care essentially is giving yourself the nurturing and the love that you need to help rejuvenate and replenish your physical body, your mental body, and your emotional body. Because, and I love the filling your cup analogy, if you can just picture it. If you fill your cup up full to the point where it's overflowing, your body essentially is the cup, the vessel. And if you're running depleted, you're not feeling great. But when you fill that cup and you allow it to overflow, you've now got more to give to others. You are now able to physically help others, be there emotionally for others, you know, be able to handle mentally things that require your you being there. So you can serve others when you fill your cup first. And some great ways that you can give yourself self-care are salt baths, which I think are unbelievable 
I think baths are really, really underrated. I think having a bath every day would be ideal. I mean, it's not ideal if you live a busy life or if you don't have a bathtub, but having a salt bath is so nourishing for your body because if you're using um, Epsom salts, pink Himalayan salts, or Dead Sea salts, you're actually giving your body magnesium. And we know magnesium is great for muscles because it helps relax. So physically, your body is relaxing. Your nervous system is relaxing, but you're also absorbing the magnesium, which is also very calming and helps you sleep better. So there's so many benefits to having a salt bath. Um, another great way to give yourself some self-care is lighting candles and lighting them with intention. They cast a very relaxing glow and staring at a candle is very mesmerizing but can be very relaxing. But also setting an intention when you light a candle. Just allowing that intention, whatever that might be, to set the mood or the tone for what it is you want to experience. Another great way for self-care is using essential oils. Essential oils are unbelievable. They're medicine. They're natural medicine. They have been around for hundreds, if not thousands of years, long before medication. And, you know, you want to make sure that essential oils are pure and they're organic because there are a lot of synthetic versions out there that are actually not safe, that are chemical based, and they really don't give you the true benefits of what real essential oils can give you. So I always make sure that when I purchase my essential oils that they come from a reputable company that can show you their um, documentation of how the oils have been processed and you know guarantee that they are in fact organic and that that, that the ingredients were sustainab sustainably harvested. These are really important things to know. And essential oils have a physiological effect on your body because you are experiencing them with your senses. Feel it with your smell and through your smell it enters into your body, into your brain and through the blood barrier. So it's you're allowing your body to physiologically experience the medicinal benefits of these oils. And every oil has medicinal compounds. They, you know, can help you anywhere from relaxation to muscle pains to helping even internal health issues. But I would never recommend you take oils internally unless you're seeking proper guidance from um, somebody who specializes in, in that sort of thing. But the best oils that I like to use are orange, melissa, lavender, rosemary, um, patchouli, and um, I mean I've got hundreds of essential oils that I use for a multitude of different things, but these are sort of my few favorites that I use and I put them in my bath because they are uplifting but also very calming at the same time and um, I, just, I just love the way they smell.
Another way to provide self-care for yourself is to treat yourself to very good quality water. This is so, so important because water is the foundation of life. You need water in order to survive. And our body, our body is made of 70% water. So we need to be able to maintain that hydration but water, unfortunately, if you're drinking just city or tap water, it has been so polluted and you know filled with chemicals like chlorine and uh, fluoride. And these are very harmful to our bodies. They're neurotoxins. So it's really important that you drink clean, filtered water. And there's many different ways you can get that. Um, I personally have a Kangen machine. It is a little pricey, but it is um, a, a water machine that comes from Japan that has been around for a very long time. I believe about 30 years, if not more. And it structures your water, which means that it mineralizes the water and alkalizes the water as well as filtering it. So the water becomes alive and your cells are able to absorb the water quickly so it's utilizing the the um the minerals in the water very quickly it's quite amazing um and it's alkalizing as well so water is so important so is eating healthy eating organic higher quality foods you know all of these things help you to nourish your body but when you nourish your body, you're also nourishing your mind as well as your um, emotional state. Because if your body is healthy, you're going to feel better. You're going to have more energy. You're going to have more clarity. You'll be able to think better. You'll be able to have a better mood. And it's just, it's all connected, right? And supplements, that's a huge one. Our food is so processed. Um, a lot of the soil that they grow our food in has been depleted of its natural mineral content. So supplementation has also become almost necessary in today's you know, diet in order to make sure that your body is receiving everything, all the nourishment and nutrients that it needs in order to have proper physical balance. And another great thing for self-care is just drinking herbal teas um, and herbal tinctures. These things do wonders for your body. They help to detox. They help um, flush out things in your system. Um, I personally drink a lot of herbal teas. I've got a, an apothecary in my kitchen. I've got a whole bunch of dried organic herbs that I use daily to make different teas. My favorite go-to teas are um, stinging nettle. That is an amazing detoxifier for your body, but it also has a very calming effect on your nervous system. I also love dandelion root. Um, again, also helps to detoxify, cleanse your liver, your digestive organs, and um, has a very calming effect. Same with milk thistle. Um, and another one I really love to use is mugwort. Um, it is quite a potent, pungent herb, 
but it is amazing to drink before going to bed. It truly calms your mind and it can give you some pretty amazing dreams as well. So these are some things that I do. But now, um, there's many other ways you can give yourself self-care. I mean, I don't typically um, go out and do anything like shopping. I don't go out and treat myself to food or restaurants. I just don't do that sort of thing anymore. I used to, but, you know, I prefer to keep things more natural, more grounded, and it's really about your health because your health is the foundation of your well-being and um, you know you have to take care of your body this is that is the that is your responsibility no one's gonna do that for you and um, you know in a, in a world where pollution is all around us you know our air is being polluted our waters are being polluted our food is polluted we're bombarded constantly and it is really up to each one of us to take responsibility for our health and that is part of self-care you are caring for the body that you chose when you incarnated here and you want this body to carry you through the rest of your life so these are some ways that you can really help that to care for yourself now what's really important in addition to this is um, spiritual self-care because when you're on the healing journey and if you're you know if you've awakened or you're awakening and you're coming into spirituality you need to understand that spiritual self-care is very important as well in order to maintain that balance between your four bodies so what spiritual self-care is it's the practice that involves connecting with the higher self or source creator or God you know everybody calls it something different but basically connecting with that something higher or bigger than you it's going inward and experiencing the peace and serenity as well as feeling balanced and connected with self and the world so this is the spiritual self-care and some things that I think are really important um, to help you with your spiritual self-care is a gratitude journal. This is probably one of the best things you can do every single day to help you. You don't have to write a ton of stuff in it, but if you can write three or four or five things every day that you're grateful for, and it can be something as small as, you know, I'm grateful for the sunshine today, or I'm grateful that I'm drinking my coffee hot today. Like it could be anything because the more you practice this, the more you start to see other things that you can be grateful for. You start to look for the silver lining, even through the challenges, even through those dark days or challenging times that we go through, there's always something to be grateful for. You can be grateful for your breath. You can be grateful for your heartbeat. You can be grateful that you're still alive. You know, there's many things that you can be grateful for. 
So writing this every day can really connect you to that gratitude and it'll really help to shift your energy and your vibe. Another great way is to practice faith. And I'm not referring to religious faith. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But what I'm referring to is just having faith. Having faith in something greater. Having the belief that everything is okay, everything will be okay, and that everything is happening in divine timing. And when you can have this belief, this knowing, there is no fear. You know, there is no, there is nothing to fear because you know that God or creator or the universe is going to protect you. Everything is going to work out as it's supposed to, but it's all in divine timing. So this is something that I have been getting stronger at every single day. And when my faith is strong, I feel unstoppable. Nothing can bring me down. But, you know, maintaining that is a different story and it needs constant practice. Another great way to have spiritual self-care is through meditation. Meditation is an amazing thing you can do for your spiritual body, but for your entire four bodies. Because, you know, you're connecting to yourself, connecting to your higher self, you're connecting into your body. And when you can get your mind into a place where you're not thinking, your mind becomes peaceful and you're still feeling emotions and you're able to feel without reacting. So it actually involves all four bodies, but um, it really is great uh, for your spiritual practice or spiritual self-care to be able to just be in the present moment and learn how to be in the now. This will um, give you a sense of connectedness a sense of just peace and calm. And I have a meditation routine or ritual that I do every single morning when I wake up. I do a gratitude meditation and then I do a grounding practice and meditation where I just set my intention for the day. And I do this every single day it's a great way to start your day and it really really helps you um, just connect more to that inner part of you and to that higher part of you another great way to enhance your spiritual self-care is grounding and connecting to nature this one is so important as well because we all live in these concrete buildings, we live in homes, we're, we're disconnected from nature. And our true nature is to be with nature. You know, we are meant to coexist with nature because there's this energetic synergy that we have. Mother Earth is always providing, right? And when you are connecting to nature, you are grounding you're receiving negative ions from from the earth and helping you to release negative energy release all those positive ions in your body 
and you feel more calm, you feel more present, and it's just an amazing thing to do every single day if you can. Even walking bare feet on the ground outside for five or 10 minutes is enough to help ground you and connect you to the earth, which is amazing. But there's many of us who don't live near nature, unfortunately, just you know, due to the nature of living in a city and there's not a lot of parks around. So if that's you, another way of clearing your energy and grounding is having a salt bath, which I talked about earlier. A salt bath is awesome at clearing your energy. So it does ground you and helps to clear if you have any negative energy. I like to do at the full moon and new moon to do a salt bath ritual where I do a cord cutting and release anything that no longer serves me. It's a great thing to do just to kind of reset. Um, you know, there's many things you can do, but I love salt baths for a variety of reasons. But I really do feel like if I've had a day where I feel like I've got attachments, like I've picked up negative energy, I'm just kind of feeling like, ugh, after my bath, I set the intention, I come out and I feel completely energetically balanced. It's truly amazing. You can also use crystals, you know, and um, you can put the crystals in your water as long as you're not the kind that, um, you know, there's some crystals that you shouldn't put in water, but rose quartz, crystal quartz, smoky quartz, um, you know, these are great ones that I like to use. And so I'm sure there's many others, but you know, these are just some that are easy and accessible and really, really go a long way in helping you in self-care, self-love and spiritual self-care. So I thought this was just a great time to share these. They help me, they helped me last week and I will continue to use them because they work. And I hope that they will work for you or that some of them may be able to help you if you're going through a, a valley or a low and you need just a little bit of self-care. I really hope you try these out. So I'm going to end off today by saying thank you so much. And I wish you all love, light and blessings. And I'll catch you all on the next episode. for listening to this week's episode of Wounds to Wisdom podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions or comments, any topic ideas, or if you wish to be a guest on my show, you can reach me by joining my Facebook group called Wounds to Wisdom with Conchetta Andriani. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode.